Julie. Hey, Julie. Welcome to Hey, Julie, a podcast about Big Brother Danielle. We're twice in one week. What are we, like actual podcasters or something? Oh, my gosh. This is like so crazy because we are also the casuals podcast. So the fact that we're recording after the first episode and I Not like Sunday. No, I know, which is what we usually would do. So I want the audience, don't get used to this, okay? Don't think that this is how it's going to be. We just happen yeah. to both be able to do this. <laughs> it's not It's not going to be a regular thing. So we had the premiere episode of BB24 last night. Oh, by the way, <laughs> Danielle, Marvin, RIP Marvin. Oh my God, so much <laughs> happened. Brett texted me. Here's where it's like so fun to be on opposite coasts. Because I wake up to text from Brett being like, you're not going to believe what happened. <laughs> and then I have to go find out. And then I text Brett like, have you like, I, I, I know that I'm texting him and he'll see it when he wakes up. I mean, to, to your credit, you wake up quite early. I wake up in the late sixes. Yeah, you do. Or early sevens. I'm always surprised when you respond to me and I'm like, wow, if I were you, I wouldn't be awake at this time. In LA, give me a break. I I would wake up at 11 a.m. It's hot. It's light out. It's just like if the sun comes up at like five in the morning, what do you want me to do? And I have a dog that's always up and like clip clopping around. And I know it's like rising. I know it's it's exactly (laughs) the same thing as having a child, but it's like having a child. No, it's just like I think it is. It's four or five in the morning and someone's clip clopping around and threatening to vomit. (laughs) And I'm like, well, I guess I'm up. Yeah, you're up. (laughs) I mean, we've established. I can't believe we've never gotten into this. We've established that Brett is a Diet Coke drinker. Are you a coffee drinker, Brett? Oh, yeah. Okay. I have my new thing is I I pour myself one Yeti full in the morning and I just rock that all day. No, hot. Ew. And it just gets tepid as the day goes on. No, it's in the Yeti. It doesn't stay hot. It stays pretty warm. <laughs> it gets tepid. Okay, it's, uh, hold on. Hold on. Let's do a little audio test. <laughs> it's currently 3 p.m. Brett time, 6 p.m. Danny time. It's warm. It's warmer than lo- it's warmer than room temperature. And this was okay. poured at like 830 this wow. morning. Wow. So I go with that. Sometimes I drink all of it. Sometimes I drink all of it in like an hour or two. Sometimes I pour it all, I pour half of it out at 3 p.m. And sometimes I just nurse that coffee all day long. You can't, in my opinion, (laughs) it's honestly psychotic for you to nurse a hot coffee. You can nurse, that's the good thing about ice. You can nurse that all afternoon. But you have to keep pouring more water in it, more ice in it. More ice, yes. But that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, All right, let's get into Marvin. (laughs) Marvin. Marvin's room is no longer uh, Marvin the Martian. We barely knew him. He he was from what I'm reading online. He was not only in America's Got Talent, which we've discussed. Neither of us watched, but he was in it. He was in it recently, apparently. He also, the rumors are saying, was supposed to be in a new season of The Circle on Netflix. Oh, my god! So gosh. he's just, he's clearly catnip to reality TV casting uh, assistants. Whoever, like, if you're interested in appearing on a reality show, Marvin should teach a class because he's getting cast in all of them. Oh, yeah. I, this is a reason why, first of all, BB casting, like what's going on? This is why they should, if they're just not going to do the work in advance of like Googling these people. 
Because well, everyone was they, like, this guy was on EGT in four minutes. Yeah, immediately, yeah. <laughs> this wasn't this wasn't like Turner's sister and then Turner's sister's tweets from 2012. This was like youtube.com slash AGT. Yeah. And even uh, I would even say that um Andrew slash Kyle's like liking of tweets is probably a step farther than a casting person would do. That's something only the BB stands would do. But for him to appear on a primetime hit network show. A hit same, reality show. Yeah. Not Big Brother. <laughs> it's yeah, exactly. That seems like it's something that they would want to look into. So what I'm saying is, like, first of all, they should do that work. Second, if they're not gonna, maybe drop the cast two weeks ahead of time instead of the day before. And then look like idiots. If you're going to let the BB fandom do the work, give us more notice than 24 hours. And by us, we mean the other people in the BB I'm not saying I'm going to do the work, but (laughs) we are doing the work. Did a damn podcast on Tuesday? Did a damn (laughs) podcast on Thursday? That's true. That is true. We should have done the cast podcast last weekend. I agree. Um, Well, now he's gone. He's gone. And he's been replaced by Joseph. Mary. Working Mary Jesus out. and Joseph. <laughs> he loves working out. I just want to RIP uh one of our one of our top commenters at Babu Yakshit. Their their <laughs> name on Twitter is now Marvin's Microplastics, which <laughs> is that a shout out to us? Is that a reference to this podcast? I think this person just that's their thing. And they honored us by asking us about it, but no, I think microplastics is their thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> People out there on the BB. BP tweet BB Twitter streets. just being like, what the's going on with Marvin's microplastics? Anyways, um, RIP Marvin. We just had to get that in. Like the show hadn't even started yet. And we're like, there was so I know, much it's so drama. Crazy. He's gone. And yet he is in a way already forgotten. Um, but yeah, pour one out for Marvin. He joins Christy. Garrett. And Garrett up in the sky. There, yeah, but we almost replaced. have like a full cast of almost. Yeah, I know they should do a season. I still, I do think I've seen this mentioned on Twitter. I think a se- um a first evicted season would be hilarious. Oh my Absolutely god, absolutely hilarious! But Cameron, um, they'll never do it. Summer of Steve <laughs> yes. was Steve first out, or was he like second out? I think Steve was first out. Was Glenn? Um, so maybe Glenn, Glenn was survived. Absolutely like two or three. first out. No, okay, <laughs> absolutely first out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be a great season. So, so he was replaced by Joseph. We'll talk who we'll talk about in a little bit. I'm not that okay. not that there's much to say. Wow. <laughs> I have a, I have some thoughts. I have a lot of thoughts on these on these people. Um yeah. so let's get let's, into it. Yeah. Do you have uh, overall thoughts or do we want to start with uh, well, Julie's rug? We absolutely have to start with Julie Chen Moonves, hot or not. I just want to say Clearly, one person thought this was a hot, and that's Julie Chen Moonves, because not only did she wear this dress, she changed her Twitter profile picture to be a picture of herself wearing this dress. Julie Chen Moonves wore a grimace purple (laughs) fringed, but also crocheted dress that hit at mid-calf. It is form-fitting, except for, for the aforementioned fringe around the bust. I have to tell you, I saw this dress. I went slack-jawed. I absolutely (laughs) loved it. I love it. I think it's gorgeous. I think it's so fun. I love, this might surprise people, I love fringe. 
I just think Fringe is so fun. Maybe it's because it reminds me of Jolly Parton. But it's just like, it's fun. It's sexy. It's like silly. I love it. I give this look a total hot. This was this was a great kickoff look for the season. First of all, JCM wishes she could be uttered in the same breath as Dolly Parton. I know. Second, it looked like a wall tapestry that you would buy from Urban Outfitters, like from their home goods section. But in just a like good a way, like one of, you would buy. Yeah. <laughs> so what I'm saying is it was a hot. Ooh. Starting wow, off the season right. Great. Yeah, it's a great start to the season. This is the type of dress where, you know, week week 44, <laughs> I'm going to look back at this dress and be like, where are the looks, Julie? Because she's going to start yeah, wearing she's some gonna ugly be shit. Like wearing, she's going to be wearing like gas station like vest <laughs> that's like, if you can read, read this, my people will eat you. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, we're so aligned on the first look of the season. Good for Julie. Good for her. And it was all down the hill from there, honestly. It was. I yeah. did not like this episode. I'm so curious about your thoughts on this episode as a whole, because in my opinion, I thought it was very poorly paced. Yeah. Because <laughs> I looked, I looked at the, I looked at the time, and I thought, oh my god, they have twenty minutes left to do like three competitions. <laughs> they did not pace this out well. But at the same time, I would not trim any of the contestant info stuff, like intro stuff. We love the so intros. Fun. Yeah, we love so the good. pre-packaged intros. Listen, here's my two thoughts on the night. We are a rabid fan base of BB casuals casual plus casual into super fans right when people are like live moving night one feeds everyone's like yeah they're eating it up this is it yeah i think last night it wasn't terrible it wasn't an abomination <laughs> i think last night was also proof that maybe night live moving and night one feeds don't really work. And maybe it's better if we kind of just pick it up three days in. You know what? I don't disagree. The only thing I like is having access to the feeds these first couple of days. But it's tough because it only worked for BBOTT because then it was truly all live. OTT was so weird, though. Like Julie Chen wasn't even there. I know. And it really Julie Chen just recorded a bunch of lines like, uh, (laughs) Scott, walk in. Uh, Shelby, you that can walk in thing. now. Like There was a lot of weird over... You could tell there it was produced, even though they were walking in and seeing the house for the first time. You could tell previously production had told them, like, yeah, you can walk from room to room and talk about, like, how big it is, how cool it is you're there. You should say, like, wow, this looks awesome. I can't believe I'm here. And then we need to discuss the pre-taped diary room. <laughs> <laughs> They, I mean, they did that when they did the first like live move in maybe two or three years ago. They're okay. They're not great, but I okay, think they I, are. I would say night one feeds is be- like the live move in is is just rough, like pointless. Yeah, they walk in, they have to grab a ticket. Wow, great television, and then. <laughs> They're kind of just walking around. They don't really know where to go, and they're just like, "Wow, this is really it, y'all! Wow, the bedroom! Wow, I can't believe we're here!" Wow, big brother, guys. And that's just all they're saying. They're incredibly nervous. They want to seem like they know they're on live television. It is not the best. 
these people are completely are complete rookies. They've never been on yeah. television. Well, aside from Marvin, RIP, who's never been there. They've never been on television before. They've never done. Now they're doing live television. They have to walk through a house and pick up a ticket and do this thing. It's just not good television. The half through two thirds I mean, of the episode was them just walking around and being like, "Who's Big Brother?" Uh, okay, the backyard. Okay, our Come on, number guys, backyard. one, and, and they're just issue. standing there doing nothing. Every year, our number one issue with Big Brother, it is not a good TV show. <laughs> yeah. And that's the only part we watch. <laughs> it's such a great idea. And the feeds, when you can watch them, really, and if if it's a good cast and there's like good drama, there's nothing else like it. But produced for the television, they make a lot of missteps. I kept thinking, why are they scanning these tickets? And then, and then the fact that every group I, I, was were they supposed to be mixed up because they all were just put in the same competition? Why did that happen? How did that happen? Oh my god! So this is my next thing. Porta potties. The scanning thing was so bizarre because it wasn't a real ticket. The scanner, we never saw it. It wasn't a real scanner. It was just a piece of wood. They put their wood <laughs> in the box. Yeah, yeah like, and it's just a screen that you can project anything you want on. So why are they like acting as if the barcodes actually corresponded to anything? You could literally put anything you wanted. So why did the production team be like, well, we got to put porta potties because that's what corresponds. You Okay. You know the Big Brother fandom is crazy and will believe any sort of conspiracy <laughs> theory as to why they grouped this person together or why Pooch was the backstage boss or... <laughs> You already make the damn stupid tickets. Make a prop. Make a prop, and it's like if you're blue, you're porta potties. If you're yellow, you're piercing tent. If you're red, you're merch tent. And if you're green, you're the backstage boss. Have them do a uh, a, a one of those birth announcement things where they pop oh a gosh. water balloon and a and a, yes. and a and like have them grab something and it be a surprise. It's a box. It's full of colored 100%. water, and they have to open it. And the color corresponds to something, and we can understand that it's actually a random process. Yes. This makes you think that it was rigged. <laughs> it was and so it's stupid. uninteresting to look at. And it's less interesting to look at than the other thing. It was so stupid. And like to hear Julie Chen be like, You're going to porta potties. You're also going to porta potties. <laughs> we got another all four. Everyone here is gonna take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> We need the country's leading gender reveal minds to go to the Big Brother comp team because, yes, you're absolutely right. They would think of something. It's like everyone gets a cookie. You bite into the cookie and certain sprinkles fall out and, and it's a color and you go to that color. That's all it needs to be. That's also visually very interesting. And it's not more expensive than the other thing. <laughs> no, it's cheaper. I'll bake the cookies. I can bake those cookies. My lord. It, it's just such a fucking fail. And it's like, it's just a reeks of someone being like, well, it's got to be QR codes because hashtag. Yeah, but why even did they do that? Why did they waste the money to have a QR code generated for every single one of these tickets? They are in charge. They, they were the same. I'm, anything I they, they want were the on that same screen. QR code. I bet it was the same QR code. <laughs> so stupid. And then, um, and then, like, it just, it makes it seem really not random at all. Especially right. the it's, fact by there's, like, 
there's this special power, the backstage boss, but that person's in the last group. Like it's awkward yeah. that it's the second to last person or the last, I, I thought I was like, Oh, is it just going to be the last person to go is going to be the backstage boss. Like, were they saving that explanation for, so it would automatically be some, someone in the fourth group. I don't know. It, it was so stunning and so poorly thought out and so uninteresting to watch as well. It was just, it was just bad in every form. Yeah. It was not, not a good choice to kick off our very exciting live first episode. Um, but let's rewind. I suppose okay. we should rewind okay. and talk about the house guests because previously to this, we only saw the video interviews and the short little print interviews of all these people. And we based all of our um, assumptions on them from those in our last episode. I am the first one to say when I've made mistakes. And so I will go ahead and say, I think... I made a ton of mistakes in my initial gut reactions to these people because I made none. <laughs> I made none. And I was like, proven right. You'll stick by yours. Okay. I thought they were so much more dynamic and interesting already in this first episode. A lot of them. Yes, absolutely. I was like, oh, okay. Now I get who this person is, especially for people like Amira who, was a big fat nothing to me. Amira, okay. Amira is my enemy. For, like, I've just decided Amira is my enemy for 2022. <laughs> Amira is the most, Amira became more boring to me the more <laughs> I saw her. She became she, more boring. Her entire thing was like, I love Big Brother. Yeah. She My is, fun fact about myself is that I'm here to make friends. I'm excited to get to know <laughs> everyone. No, she said, but here's the thing. She's owning it because she said, my entire strategy is to lay low, fly under the radar. Now, does she actually do that? We'll get to it in the spoiler section because Danny actually watched feeds today. Oh, wow. <laughs> but I just thought, okay, at least she knows what she's talking about. She actually might be an under the radar threat. Like this is so much more interesting. This there's comes a, across. There's a difference between lying low and not having a personality. She doesn't have a personality. Lots of people lie low. Johnny mm -hmm. Mac lied low the entire season. That guy has more personality than half of the cast members here. She yeah. I, right. something about her is just like she is your enemy. So boring. People who are boring are my enemy. Have anything. <laughs> have agree. anything to give in life. Can I give hinge rant number two? Should this be a Please thing all, all summer? Yeah, this is another. We're doing prompts. so many new segments. This the summer, voice prompts. This summer. They have voice prompts now. And in addition to your three written prompts, there's one that you have to record with your voice. And one of the selections is how to pronounce my name. And if you got a not common name, not a bad prompt to use. But if your name is like Rachel or Emily, <laughs> and you use the voice prompt to be like, Emily, <laughs> Emily, waste. Wait, it also yeah. makes me think you have not an ounce of self-awareness or sense of humor. And that's I mean, a mirror I think that me. is funny. Don't you think they're making No, but they're not doing it in a funny that? way. Oh. oh, okay. Like if they were doing it in like a David Letterman, like if this was like an alt comedy bit. Yeah, exactly. I get it. It's not. Okay. Well, then you've heard it here first. We're doing so many new segments <laughs> this week. I mean, this summer. We've got Cancel Corner, which, which by the way, 
Marvin's canceled. We actually, yeah. So, some point that we accidentally included Marvin and cancel culture, cancel corner. <laughs> That's our fault. Yeah, and yeah. the woke the woke mob got him. <laughs> um, we've got Brett's hinge corner, um, and then yeah, our enemies. Uh, so Amira is Brett's enemy. Okay, let's let's rewind. So the first group we meet, Jasmine, Andrew. Again. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh. Andrew slash Kyle, Paloma and Monty. Let me just say, Jasmine is another one. I had no thoughts on her in preseason. In this intro and seeing her in the episode and on the feeds, her outfit, let's talk hot or not. This was a elongated, bright Barbie pink blazer. You know how there are so many paparazzi pictures of the Barbie movie directed by Greta Gerwig starring Margaret they want, This is all like... This is I'm all planned. Saying, this is all Jasmine part needs of it. to be in there. Yeah, exactly. Because this blazer would have fit right in. It had feathers on the bottom. This was this is, was a, such an attention grabbing outfit. I thought to myself, Julie Chen is furious that her costume designer did not get her this blazer. For the she premiere. had to go get a, a different shade of purple. <laughs> it was pink. It wasn't purple. Pink is purple. Wow. Pink is light purple. Wow. Okay. Um, she looked absolutely fabulous. She had a great, I love her accent. What color is pink? It's pink. It's light. Pink is its own color. But it's light purple. If you add white to pink to purple, it becomes pink. Yeah. Right? And if you add blue to pink, it becomes purple. <laughs> no. If you add blue to red. I wish you all could have seen Brett's face. <laughs> Hit us in the comments with uh, your color wheel, your color theory uh, thoughts. Um, anyway, I thought Jasmine was absolutely adorable. I was like, where, where was this girl? I loved her. Well, I was like, oh, I underestimated you. Excuse me. Excuse me. Let's yes. time travel back to fucking Tuesday. I said, <laughs> Jasmine has a chance to be interesting. I said, Jasmine has a, a little Southern Southern swang to her. She sure and does. she has an interest. She, I'm leaving it open for her to be interesting. And I was 100% right. Yeah. Okay. Hashtag Brett was right. I was like, I'm happy to say mea culpa because she's so cute. Okay. Then we had Kyle. We were <sighs> slash Andrew. We were both right about Kyle slash Andrew. The only thing I'll take back is I guess he's not actually Mormon. He said he's ex-Mormon. Okay, so what? You still stan President Trump. If you live at home and your parents are Mormon, then you're Mormon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, is that the rule? <laughs> <laughs> There's no. And if you live in Bountiful, Utah, you actually are still Mormon. It's one thing if you like live in LA, you have some tattoos, maybe you're a barista, you're like kind of getting back at the whole caffeination thing, and you're like, I'm not Mormon anymore. It's kind of awkward when I see my I love my family, but it's it's tight. It's weird. It's not great. Right. The relationship. Yeah, when you live at home, if you're dancing with your mom every day for your job. I despised his intro. I despised I it. I hated it. And every it. time he was on camera, I hated it. He was so acting for the cameras. He was so over the top. It was like he's nails do, on a chalkboard. Also, he's going to win. He's going to do. The two people who are going to do best this season are Amira and Andrew. I know. It was. It's so annoying, uh, but it's he, true. He also, when he discovered his key, he's like dancing with his mom, like butt to butt. <laughs> and then she like spins around. And she's like, oh, you're going. This was the laziest in 24 seasons. The laziest ever that they've done it with the keys. Like, it's just yeah. literally like someone walking up to them. 
being like, here are the keys. You have them. Before it's like, oh, it's in my briefcase. Oh, it's in this large Italian roll. Oh, right. it's in like, oh, it's in my little uh, bag where it's I keep my tree. scissors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, this year is just like, your mom's holding it and she's standing next to you and you're not even turned around or anything. It was the laziest. This year yeah. killed the killed the hidden key thing. Killed the key Terrible. Game, yeah. Um. He he just really got on my nerves. Paloma, what else is there to say? She's a she's our bikini girl. She's beautiful. Yes, she's right? business and career oriented. <laughs> she's also once we get to the feeds, she's a cracked queen. And she has a business meeting with someone, and she says, <laughs> "Let's get this project done." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good, but I'll wait till you hear my favorite. This of one, those. this I will this say, is not my favorite. The keys, the keys this year, horrible. They did a terrible job with it. This year probably had a huge amount, perhaps the best amount of people interacting, like as if it's their <laughs> job and saying something very basic and plain and like not anything like let's get this gonna, project done i know that you love mine hold on we'll get there's to a bunch it, we're gonna get, i have them all written i have most of them <laughs> okay, written good. down um so paloma there's three women on the show who i were like i'm like boy you if are they the can, same if they can like get one single personality out of them yeah we will be good we will this won't be a complete loss of a season and that's Alyssa, paloma paloma and amira and Amira, yes, absolutely. Paloma, I like similar. the Paloma. I like the most. She's the most spunky. Has the most personality of those of those three. The black way holes. you can tell them apart is Amira pulls her hair back more often, whereas Alyssa and Paloma have the same TV hair, so it's really hard to tell them apart. I like so. I, like I don't know if I'm gonna like hang out with Paloma. Like I, I I'm not gonna be a big Paloma stan yet, but I will say. Of the of the women who I was like, man, God, could they just get like anyone cool cooler <laughs> than this? I do like Paloma the most. I, I liked no, her. Yeah. She was funny. She was gracious with the getting first to get blued on in the poop yes. poop, poop shoot. <laughs> um, I actually like all three for different reasons. If we have time in the spoiler section, I'll okay. get into it. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. But um, but next up was Monty. Monty is an impressionist. Don what Vito Corleone. Let's put Brett. You are Lauren Michaels. You oh, are in Jake charge. Oh, Jake Novak. Of- let's go, baby. <laughs> you are in charge of SNL casting. What did you think of Monty's impressions? I think Monty is like Jake Novak in that he's not going to be on SNL. <laughs> uh, okay. A very, like very me. basic Marlon Brando as Don Vito Corleone. This is my daughter's <laughs> wedding. Okay. Okay. Yeah. A very, very basic Arnold. Ah, get to the chopper. Okay. <laughs> and then here we go. This is it. I wish I wrote this down because he's like, but actually my best is like Denzel because Denzel has an underbite. Underbite, yeah. And then he's like, his Denzel impression was like, Hey, you guys. <laughs> yeah. It was a very strange. And here's the thing. I tweeted this. If you close your eyes and listen to the feeds, and I 
dare say listen to okay. any episode. Close your eyes. Listen to Pooch. Pooch. Which actually sounds exactly like Denzel Washington. That's it's because they're both New Yorkers. Yeah. They have and he and Pooch has a surprisingly low voice. So I'm just saying, I hear Pooch, I think, is that Denzel? Sorry to Monty, but the impressions aren't cutting it for me. But the other thing we learned about Monty is he also was an electrical engineer, but he gave it all up to become a personal trainer. And we can tell he definitely has the muscles to back it up. Monty got tough. into Monty is like, I got into fitness during the pandemic and Monty, I'll just say that I did too. Fitness whole pa- pizza in my mouth. <laughs> this is the tallest cast too. I just have to say, but like, you know, Andrew slash Kyle thought he was coming into the house being like, mm, I'm just like a tall, goofy, hot guy. But then Monty walks in and Monty's even taller than him. So like, you're just, a mouse. You're a nothing. Andrew. Speaking of Andrew slash Kyle, (laughs) Andrew is not a super fan. And if we have any hope, we have any hope this season that Kyle doesn't win, it's because Kyle was the first person in the house. I know. Yes, I loved that. I loved that he went in. I loved that he didn't know to do that. Daniel and or Michael, was it, who... Michael, Michael like, held the door. Not going in this house. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to talk to Michael. About, talk about Michael later in the feeds, but I'm also yeah. not certain Michael's going to win. No, we were wrong about Michael. <laughs> um, all right, let's get to group two, which is Alyssa, Daniel, yes. Michael, and Taylor. So, Alyssa, <laughs> is she's a not just a pretty face. <laughs> she's a poet. She's a beautiful poet. She had a beautiful poem. Did you She's, copy down the poem? It was something about like taking a sip of water. <laughs> I I couldn't I rewatched it like three times and I couldn't quite make out the the final two. It was something like stanzas. Your, your beauty is water. Take my love is water. Oh my love. My okay. love is water. And that Brett doesn't drink it. He only drinks diet coke and coffee. <laughs> Tepid coffee. Um, That's why his. Digestive Alyssa, tract is so I mean, we already <laughs> we already sort of got into the Alyssa Paloma Amira trifecta. Alyssa so I don't is think second to, place. Yeah, we don't really need to get too much into her. Daniel Durston is an Elvis impersonator. He's a rocker. Again, he's a he's rocker. A rock, he, he knows how to play a lot of instruments. He knows a lot of he knows a lot about instruments. He knows a lot about music. I actually think he probably is very talented. I was um, listening to him on the feeds. Like, he's interesting. He does go a lot of, like, touring theater and stuff, which I'm, of course, interested in. And I I'm have like, to say something. Guy. Yeah. I have to say something. Other than the couple of strings of blonde hair, when he pushes that back, I, I think Daniel is actually right up Danny's alley. Oh. <laughs> if we're talking Uncle. Oh, he's a real, he's a real pooch. <laughs> he's a real Glenn. He's, Glenn Daddy exactly. <laughs> he's he's a hunk and he's quite tall. And Everyone's I don't tall. know, there's something about his laid back personality I really like. I think he's an undercover hunk. I we'll talk about it later too, but I think I was a little bit iffy for him, one of the olds to win to yes, he's season, but he's old. First HOH doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt. Yeah. All right. We gotta talk about Taylor. Okay, so Taylor was this your favorite? Queen. Was this your favorite line? No, it's not. Actually. This was a good one. Okay, Taylor's our pageant queen. She's gorgeous. She's another bikini girl. 
Um, what do you want to say? You loved her cheersing. Is that what? No, she's like, I'm a, a, a designer, a clothing designer, or like a, a stylist. She's a stylist. She's a right. stylist for men, and she has to be confident around men because men will chew you up and spit you out if you're not confident around them. And she's like helping a man put on a suit. And oh, yeah. he's like, she's like, we can look at some texture options if you want. That was her line <laughs> of her doing her job. So uh, She, yeah, I, I honestly just thought like, oh, she's really pretty and she seems very confident. That's what I got from her intro package. Um, and then there's a lot more that happens during the feeds. So maybe let's just yeah, get fine. to the next group. Oh, Michael. Michael. Michael, okay, my heart is breaking for Michael. Yeah. My Maybe heart's he'll already be back broken with the cats for soon. Michael. Maybe he'll be back with the cats soon. And his fiance. He loves his cats. He's got his fiance. He's a cute boy. He's a super fan. His enthusiasm comes across so well in his intro package. But then I feel like you could already see it the second he walks into that house. He is not prepared, actually. Oh, also, he said he's a member of Mensa. Yeah. Which, thumbs down. Oh, no. Why is Mensa bad? <laughs> well, I just think bragging about being in Mensa is like, who does that? I mean, maybe the production told him he had to. But let's, it's sort of like even saying you went to Harvard or saying like, I went to school in Cambridge or whatever it was, you know, just don't. Just don't. Just if you're smart, it'll come out. You don't need to tell me you're part of Mensa. He was like, I'm in Mensa. I'm a literal genius. I felt bad for him watching the feeds last night because like, he kind of felt like me. I mean, it's like 10.30 p.m. Pacific time. That's when big boy Brady goes to bed. <laughs> I know how I feel when I'm like at a party now or like at any sort of social function and it's like 10 p.m. And there will be 10 people talking in a circle around me and I'm just standing there holding my drink and staring off into nothingness because I don't I mean, have what it takes to pay attention or really participate or speak in this conversation. So I just stare because I'm trying as hard as I can to just stay awake. Because once I start trying to talk or anything, then I'm just going to fall asleep. And that's Not just what Michael looked like. He spoilers. was just standing there. That's what he's like. He's been like that all day today. Okay. Too, yeah. Brian. Um, okay. Yeah. But so we'll get into that later. Hopefully. Group three. Um, let's get into the next group. Nicole. She can Matt use some Turner. more carrots. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph, Joseph Abden, who is replacing Marvin and Brittany. Okay, Nicole had my favorite intro package because Nicole's intro package, she's like, I used to be a cop, now I'm a chef. She goes, I get along with men and women. And then you see her on the boat. Yes. She serves some bald guy. She gives him his meal. He goes, thank you, Nicole. She goes, you're welcome. <laughs> that was I, I, her getting along with both men and women. <laughs> I have it written down. This guy. <laughs> Who is this guy eating on a yacht at 11 a.m. on a Wednesday? It's parked. It's a parked in the marina yacht. <laughs> it's parked in like somewhere. Yeah, exactly. In a canal somewhere in Florida. And she's just like <laughs> serving some guy like a late, like goes, an early are, lunch. Sir. And he goes, thank, thank you, you very much. He she says, goes, thank yeah, you very I get much, along Nicole. with men and women. <laughs> it's just like, your customers? What are you talking about? That was the best. That was my favorite intro. You're a private chef. I just don't, 
and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I know. Maybe I know nothing about how the rich live their lives. But like, I really having a yeah, private chef show up at your yacht to like serve you breakfast on like a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I mean, it's just listen, sometimes you have to park. I do watch below deck. So I do know that sometimes you have to park in the marina because the waters are too choppy. too choppy. So instead of going out, you have to sit in the fucking parking lot of boats and be served all your <laughs> meals there. And you're still paying $800,000 a week, <laughs> which is just I think that's hilarious. And I think that's what rich people deserve. But anyway, Nicole, I have to admit, here's again, Danny was wrong. I really did not like her just based on the fact that she was a cop. She was very endearing in her um, intro package. I also hated the fact that she was like, I have integrity. I hate that in a person. Um, but she, you know, the part about her mom having cancer, I was like, oh, I do. I feel for her. You know, people are humans. What can we say? If you have integrity, go be a notary public. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go on, Big Brother. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see with her. I don't know. We'll see. With her. All right. Then we get Matt. Matt makes rugs. Turner. Matt Turner. Is there another he guy named rugs. Matt on this season? No. Then why are we calling him Turner? Because his name on the show know. is Turner. He's like, my name is Turner. My key says Turner. My my lower third says Turner. I don't know. But for some reason, I keep wanting to call Joseph Russell. But anyway, let's keep on Matt Turner for a minute. He owns a vintage shop, which has a neon sign. So I'm like, how does he have this shop? He's 23. How does he have this vintage shop? He was living van life. I'll tell you, those vans are not cheap. They are not cheap. And that was a chic van. That's the thing. Did I ever tell you I had a very intense, brief van life obsession where I was like, should I be doing this? Oh, and then that girl and then got I realized. Killed. <laughs> what? And then that girl got killed. No, it was even before poor Gabby Batito got killed. It was, it was, I was like, I need a toilet <laughs> in oh, my yeah. house. <laughs> oh, yeah. multiple toilets. So that's when I was like, okay, this is actually not for me. But yeah, Matt's young. You know, the young people, they love van life. And did you notice? We know the the home life with Turner is not good. Whether he is the epicenter of that or not, I don't know. But man, like, look at him. Also, this was on feeds only. I'm going to bring it up. We have a bi king in the house. Oh, really? You said that? Okay. I didn't yeah, see that. That was on feeds. Um, I did notice that both mom and dad Turner were in his intro package. You know who's missing? The sister. The sister. I yeah. wonder why. <laughs> Okay, but anyway, so he owns his little store. He makes his little rugs. Great. Then we have Joseph. Joseph is our Marvin replacement. He is built. He is cut from marble. I actually get very strong Victor vibes from Joseph. Interesting, um, yeah. He is a lawyer to be. So I don't think he's passed the bar yet or something. Yeah, he but made he, it. See, he was like kind of clear to say I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> right. You can't say you're a lawyer yet if you're not a lawyer. That's against the law can't impersonate but, a lawyer yeah exactly stolen lawyer valor um but he also is very cut he is from a syrian something else family i couldn't what was it I, lebanese maybe i don't know something middle i don't eastern? know but he was like i'm gonna miss this middle eastern food and oh, i was yeah. like yeah i would too that's the best that's my favorite kind of cuisine some hummus oh my god penis, um some chicken exactly mm, delicious grilled they have a specific way of grilling so some good. yogurt 
tzatziki. Don't get me yeah. started. Yeah. Sounds um, good. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm hungry. But so he doesn't really have that much. There's not much to say other than like, he's cute. He seems nice. His stupid fun fact. Okay. Not stupid, but like his fun fact was the most lawyer, like I'm on a TV show fun fact. His fun fact was like, I enjoy volunteering with those less fortunate than me. Grow up. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. And I mean, I for- <laughs> here's the thing. I forgot everything about Joseph. Joseph is a big old snooze for me. He is snoozy. He's cute, but snoozy. Um, is, I mean, is there a chance that he like roids out? Like if he that he's like a douchey, like no, meathead bro later in the summer? Maybe. I don't know. Like I'm mm. withholding judgment, but so far it's like a massive snooze. Everything yeah, about him. Like he loves his family so. and he loves the law and he loves working out and he loves helping the fortunate, the less fortunate. Some Kesar comparisons. Because he's Middle Where's, Eastern? Well, just because he's a nice, hunky Middle Eastern boy, yeah. Kesar's problematic. Kesar is an information information agent. Kesar <laughs> worked in like software engineering and stuff. Yeah. So this guy's like, a, this a guy's mirror. like, I will get you off your DUI. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what kind of law he practices because I'm pretty sure Michael said that he's a criminal defense attorney, right? Yeah, he said criminal defense. Yeah, that's the most, that's intense. That is it's intense. very intense. That's like the best kind of lawyer you can possibly be. Um, okay, so then there's Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> then there is Brittany. <laughs> and this was... We knew this 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 clip was going to be off the hook for both of us, yeah. and then Brittany's like, "I'm a hypnotherapist," but it looks like she's a podcaster, which set me off because she's yeah. got the microphone. She's like whispering. She's like doing ASMR into YouTube. That's what I was like, gonna say. I actually think this looks like here. ASMR YouTuber. That's what yeah. she does. I, I wouldn't the belly and then the belly dancing, <laughs> right. She really set herself up to be the kooky character. And then, spoiler alert, on the feeds, she's kind of a nothing. Yeah, yeah, because she's like, I think, she's honestly, like her best nothing. case scenario is like Nicole Anthony and like a really skin of your teeth, like third or fourth place. Like, that's her best case scenario. She's, I can't see her playing with much um Aggression, I kind of only see her being like a really passive player, a really nervous player. So far, that's what it seems like. I mean, she had her little Bible. She had her Bible full of notes. Michael had one as well. Right. Maybe they should be a friends, people, but Michael's just yeah. staring at the wall. <laughs> a couple people had their Bibles full of, full of notes, binders full of women. Um, she set herself up in this intro to be the kook that we all thought she was and then yeah since watching feeds i honestly i don't think i've even seen her talk yet on the feeds um she's sort of in the in the uh not amira because i've seen amira talk a lot on the feeds who who i I don't know like michael turner also on the feeds is a big fat nothing he's not doing much um checking out those rugs yeah, exactly. The rug work. What's the pile? What's the pile on these rugs? <laughs> uh, Are they washable? Okay, let's get to the next group. Brittany, right? no? I, I, Brittany, I just think is like going to be a pretty passive player. Like, yeah. And 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 I yeah, okay, good like, for her. and She's passive and even passive like as a social participant. Like, I think people will like her. 
she's likable, right. but I think people are just going to feel very, I think people are going to feel very comfortable walking all over her. Well, one thing I'll say also, I think she might be spooked because she has a very expressive face, as we've all noticed. Yeah. She's got very big eyes. The bangs point to the eyes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I think she got picked for the backstage yeah. losers, whatever they're called, backstage the pooch, pooches, pooches losers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pooch's puppies. Can um, Pooch just be the that. guy all season and he just gets to the end? I don't know. But he like he was fair for the first. He was he was like the first person out of this one who was yeah. uh Paloma, then the Alyssa. loser on this. But then he was just like, uh, you in the blue dress. <laughs> he was just like, Brittany, because your eyes are big and I can't stop looking at them. Uh so I felt a little bad for her for that. Yeah. Okay. Last group. Last group. Terrence, Indy, Joe Pooch, and Amira. Coach Pooch, get in the game. You're going to Big Brother. Yeah. Coach Pooch is like, is he a himbo? I can't really tell. He like He's weird. figure out where he was supposed to go. <laughs> I am more confused about Pooch after <laughs> having seen him. Yeah, than, I'm confused. Then. I, you know, than I was before. Cause it was like before, it's like, oh, yeah, maybe he's a Brent Champagne 2.0 no, with a heart of gold. That. And it's like, Pooch, go up the stairs and sit on the giant golden chair. And he's like, whoa, where do I go? He kept trying to have like a conversation with Julie. Like she kept giving him very, to my mind, very clear directions. Like go upstairs, sit on the gold, large gold chair. 14 like, feet tall. Gorgeous. Thank you. <laughs> hey, Julie, how are you doing tonight? Thank you, Julie. Julie, is that so? Are you, is that real? This chair, Julie? Like he kept trying to talk to her. I was like, come on, man. You doing that voice has solidified who Pooch is. Pooch <laughs> is 23-year-old Kevin Schluber. What's the... Maybe. What's maybe. the Matthew Perry right. movie with him and Zac Efron? Fool's Russian. No. Um, it's Zac like Efron. 13 oh, going forever. on 30, but in no, reverse. No, 17 but, again. 17 yeah, again. He turns into Zac Efron. It's Kevin Schluber turns into Pooch. That is such a great call, and that was a great movie. If anyone hasn't seen Seventeen again, that's why Zach Efron's a star. Let me tell you, um, Terrence. Can we just talk about Terrence being a wife guy driving that bus? He loves it. He loves his wife, and I feel like I underestimated him. I love Terrence now. We I wish were, I'd we liked him. We liked Terrence. We also has been burned before. We also know what. It's like we've seen enough seasons yeah. of Big Brother to be like, there's a high likelihood this guy's going home first. And yeah, also, exactly. when you I see didn't want to get too attached. Danielle, when you see DJ Showtime, you're going to a party, baby. <laughs> I loved him DJing. Like, I love the way they set up the camera where it was like him and his laptop in the corner of a room, an empty room. <laughs> it's like dark. So it's like, oh, it could be a club. Playing his beats. I loved it. Yeah, love Terrence. Rooting for him. Just, I need to keep my distance because I'm scared of getting hurt. All right, speaking of, let's talk about Indy. <laughs> Latina vibes in the house, guys. Great quote. Great quote from Indy. I'm funny, not really funny in English, but super funny in Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> love that. So yeah, good. I just was so like, good. all right, here's our girl. Here's our girl. Ready to give it all this is summer. This the star of the season. She, like, 
Indy just is going to be Indy. And I love her for that. Is she the one who is who did the classic? We always in every season we need a package of at least one girl cheersing with her friends. I think it might have been Alyssa. Okay. Because who, who was it? Who was it? Like, cheers to you. No, it was. Ooh, they just said that they said twenty twenty. No, they said Big Brother. Because I think it was. <laughs> gosh. Oh, it was a girl from like maybe two or three seasons ago. And she's like, she's like, you know, like a city girl who like works in the yeah. clubs and she goes out to bars. <laughs> Excuse me. And the final bit of her thing was her and her friends cheersing and they were all like, 2017. <laughs> yes. And this one, they was were like, Natalie? Big Brother. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it it was, was like, great. yeah, it was like one of those people. Um, yeah, was I great. think it was Alyssa. It might have been Indy. And they were like, Big Brother. So that I'm glad yeah. we had that. It would have been great if they said 2022 to age it. But, you know. You know, Kenna what can what you do? <laughs> Classic. Um, and then finally, Amira. Now, Amira's job was much more real. I also... I texted you. I forget what I said, but I was like, oh, I underestimated her. She's going to win, actually. Yeah, she's a thousand percent going to win. Because she's under the radar. She knows she needs to be under the radar. She is actually smart. She's a real, she's like some sort of actual designer because she works at either Google or Etsy. I forget which one. She said, I work at Google, but I work from home. So I just travel. And it's her giving the same facial expression in front of the Leaning Tower of Pisa. (laughs) <laughs> on a sand dune in front of a beautiful bay. I don't know. Like, yeah. So I don't know something about her. I'm like, we couldn't. We couldn't have found anybody else. I know. I know. Some of um, her is so boring to me. She is so boring, but she's also like more of a. I don't know. She's more of a well-rounded boring. I. She went up in my estimation, seeing her live and in person. Um, but that's it. That's the cast. Um, so they all go in, they all get their cards. And the most important, we already talked about, like the competitions were weird. There was the porty potty one where okay. I would have won. Let me just say on record, I would have won this competition. I was right about every single one and I was way faster than all of them. Good. Thank you. Good. Then there was the piercing tent, which they had to put clip on piercings on their face. The fastest. That was the easiest one. <laughs> that was so and weird. <laughs> And then there was like, hold on to this pole for the longest, which I was really hoping would backfire and that they'd all be able to hold on for a really long time. There was a moment there where you're like, oh, is this competition supposed to be 45 minutes long? Right. But it, no, yeah. they all fell. Yeah. So worked out. Then there was the build a drum kit, which I was like, of course, Daniel's going to win He's this. A he is a musician. Yeah, exactly. So he did win and he ended up winning HOH. And then, okay. I really want to get into live feed, so I'm like speeding through okay. this. But um, okay. Well, let's but, do. Let's talk about backstage a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. And then we'll do. So, and then we'll do the feeds and questions. Because I'm still confused about backstage. Okay. <laughs> so there's two levels. <laughs> I'm always confused. Instead of introducing a clear twist, there's two levels to the twist. <laughs> Pooch is the backstage <laughs> boss. Right. He. Basically is a non-participant in the week other than having shelter and food. Um, He is not eligible to be nominated, safe for the week, doesn't vote, doesn't participate in veto. I think that covers it. Yeah. The backstage minionettes. (laughs) They couldn't call them groupies, but yeah, whatever they are. And I might be wrong here because I've seen it worded two separate ways. 
they can't participate, they can't vote, and they can't participate in veto. And I've seen it either they are eligible to be nominated and go home, or they can't I, or they can't be nominated, but there's like might might be some other mechanic that allows them to go home. Right. I don't understand it. I because also there's the America votes segment, to save which is one like one of we the can, three of them. Yeah, exactly. We can save one of them, but save them from what exactly? Well, save I think they're I, the way I understood it, and I might be wrong because it's only it's only the television show that explains its rules like you're a child constantly and repeats them so much. Right. And yet you're still somehow confused. I think what it means is like, if you nominate them, they can't participate in the veto and they can go home and they, and obviously they wouldn't. I think it basically all it is, is like, it's just, it, it prevents them from voting in V from playing in the veto and from voting in the eviction ceremony. Um, but for them, for Pooch is safe, but for them, they, they can be nominated at either ceremony, I think. Um, honestly, though, these people don't really know each other that well. And I have no idea. It's Big Brother. They're either going to be doing this all season long or they're never going to do this again with the backstage They're going to do it the first couple of weeks, I think. It's like yeah. camp, camp, camp nowhere. Oh, which oh, oh, that was that was a really popular one. We all loved that. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I, I so I think this week it's kind of I think people would feel very bad, and I think people, especially week one, you have these three lovely young women out there, and they haven't really done anything to anybody. No one's going to like sort of checkmate them into not playing into being nominated and not playing in a veto. It's almost right. like a it's almost like a they call it the backstage pass. It's almost like the backdoor pass where it's like you're much easier to be backdoored Ooh. because you can't. Why hasn't particip- BB hired you yet? <laughs> Too many good ideas. Because I was like, so I was like, yeah, um, instead of have this weird not VR QR code thing. <laughs> how about we just like open a box? <laughs> and like purple comes out and yellow comes out and they're like can we kill this man <laughs> eject button um, dogs violent dogs I, 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 I thought yeah. here let me say one nice thing I do want to say one nice thing about the premiere Thank which you. is that no one went home on the first night which I appreciate R.I.P. Cameron. I don't want any of them to go home I want to get to know them And it was also weird. I was like torn because I appreciated that Pooch had to make like this horrible decision that would potentially make him three enemies. But I also just it was so based on nothing except for Brittany. He was like, Brittany, you stand out. (laughs) So uh, you're nominated or whatever. You're part of the backstage bees. Um, I don't know. It's very forced. I wish there was just like a little bit more to the choosing because he had, I don't like that there was the excuse for him to be like, I'll just pick the first couple who have dropped. Like that's the same thing that if they did just do HOH and did nominees right away, that's the same thing that the HOH would have done. So it's all sort of like the same thing, just under a different name. The first, which gets back to the first thing, like the first day, there's like really not that much chemistry there. There's like nothing really to do. Poor Pooch yeah. was like, I don't know what to do. You, I, I, I don't, don't know where to sit. I, where yeah. do I sit? He was sweating. His, do you see like his sides? His he armpit is, sweat was. I'm is. not like making fun of him or anything. Like this guy was. I mean, it's also very hot right now. But like, 
I, he just didn't really seem like the most like TV ready. Like you need Michael Strahan and Kelly Ripa out there mm. saying, Hey, oh you're God. on the backstage pat bus. You need Kiki Palmer to really be given the spicy take. You need Alan coming. You need a young jo- <laughs> Jerry O'Connell. That's what you really need. Um, <laughs> you need someone out there. And Pooch is like, Pooch is like got marbles in his mouth. If he's not screaming at a 19-year-old to run faster on the football field, <laughs> then he has nothing to say. He's got nothing. Okay. So that's pretty much, should. is that the end? Thankfully, of the yes. Yeah. We need to get a little bit into liveies because I actually watched them, if you can believe <laughs> so it. So stuff has happened. Some stuff has happened, and what's crazy is I just checked Twitter, and I actually tweeted while we were recording because, like, more stuff is finally starting to happen. <laughs> more stuff is starting to happen. So, basically, my feed takes are that the people who I thought sucked and are boring, like Paloma, Alyssa, and Amira, are actually the most cracked oh. of them all. <laughs> They're cracked and they're they're like balls to the walls. Like Amira was the first person I saw actually trying to talk game with yeah, Daniel, the yeah, HOH. That's true. So I was like, all right, Queen, go off. Um, Paloma is working very hard. She is trying to get her social game out there. She's talking to everyone about everything. She's being very charming. Like at one point I saw her and um Jasmine crying about something together where, you know. Jasmine's story, whatever it was, had moved Paloma to tears. That's good social game. Okay? Oh, yeah. So must respect that. And they all hate Taylor. So that's what I was going to say. I will admit to being wrong about one thing. I was like, Taylor's going to win BB24. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, <laughs> don't if we know. did a draft. Taylor was going to be my first pick. <laughs> there is the there is like a semblance of an all girls thing coming together. Except for Taylor is not included. Taylor isn't and Nicole isn't. Nicole isn't because <laughs> the other power couple that has started is Daniel and Nicole are have like right. really connected. They've come up with a final two called the Rogue Rats. Yeah. And they want to maybe add they want to maybe add some more people to it, but they would be the core two and they would kind of have each other's backs and they would let, you know, let go of the other people uh eventually. Um, yeah, Daniel hasn't talked. I mean, maybe he is now, but um, he is a little bit. He was well, asleep. Well, here's the, the thing: time. nobody was really talking to him, and he's like a super fan, but he wasn't really initiating game convos. And Paloma, no, was it Paloma? Who? No, it was uh, Amira. Amira. Sorry, Amira yeah. was going up there and being like, "Let's talk game. Let's talk who's go, who's going, who's doing that, this, that," which kind of freaked. He was, at first he was like complaining that no one was talking to him, and then someone goes and talks game to him, and he's like, "Sus, sus much." <laughs> uh, yeah. So he <laughs> was talking to Nicole, who he's like really buddied up with, um, and he's like, "Oh, maybe Amira, because she's like coming up here and aggressively talking game," and she kind of had to talk him down from that. She's like, "No." The reason she's talking game with you is because she wants to work with you, not because she's shady. And no, everyone else is not talking game with you. Like, think of them as potential um, targets, not Amira. We could bring her in. Um, We got. We mentioned it a few times. Um, Michael's been a deer in headlights. He is in trouble. I mean, he He is talking. He's talking to everyone. Has everyone has something? There's also like a little three man thing going on with Monty, Terrence. 
and Joseph. I kind of like that. I love that for Terrence. He's got the he's got yeah. the two meat shields, two guys who can yeah. easily win an HOH, easily win a veto in the next few weeks, easily protect him, carry him on into the jury stage of the game. Love that for yeah. Terrence. He's talking to people. People yeah, want to hear he's it. Out. He stayed up late. He was up when I woke up this morning. When I woke up this morning, they were all still awake, except for Daniel. <laughs> and he was up shooting the shit with them. I was like, okay, Terrence. He's a DJ. Right. He's a DJ. Yeah. DJ Shadow. He's right? like Cascade. He's like <laughs> Zed. He's doing better than expected. Michael's doing way worse than expected. Um, I will also say Turner is a big fat nothing on feeds. Mm. He is just, I've never seen him talk yet. Same for Brittany, actually. That's what I was saying earlier. Like neither of them, for two people who I thought were going to be like much more socially adept, they are silent. And you know who's the queen of talking? Indy! Indy. <laughs> Indy's like the perfect reality TV person oh because God. she's the type of, she doesn't ask anyone any questions. Why would you? No, she just wants to talk about herself. And that's fine. She's got a lot to say. Marvin. Got a lot of flight attendant stories. Marvin's been on every damn show. Marvin's <laughs> out there giving out roses on ABC. Indy sure. is, is reality show gold. And how come she's yes. never been on reality TV that we're <laughs> aware of? Maybe she was on like Fear Factor Brazil. I don't know. This is, I don't know. But she is like in every room talking to Whenever she comes in, she's the star of the show. You know, like everyone shut up. We're talking about Indy now. And I appreciate it because I just know it's going to rub people the wrong she way. She is 1000% going to be rubbing people the wrong <laughs> way in like three weeks. Yeah. And then the other person who's rubbing the girls the wrong way, we sort of talked about this, is Taylor. Taylor. Now, I actually, Taylor is not like Indy to me. I like Taylor. You know why? Because she's got great posture. She is confident. And yes, she she is gravitating a little more towards the guys. That I can't relate to. But I don't think that's the reason to hate her. But that's what the girls are saying. The girls are like, oh, she's a guy's girl. She's, she's confident, not a girl's smart, and girl. beautiful. She is. So I don't think that's that's the problem. Is like, not like us. We have the, no confidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I still like Taylor. I think she hopefully can still go far in this game. But the girls are not trusting of her. You know who is... Kind of embedded with everybody. Who? Andrew. Yes, which I hate. I hate. I'm like, get away from Andrew's her. Andrew's got Andrew's got a Andrew's likable guy. He is. He I don't like in, him, he but says like cute little because you and I see past him. We see enough. He's out there, he's flirting with the girls a little bit. Nothing too much, but he's like he's, he's out there with, down them. with the boys. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, he's he's like, You're tall, I'm tall too. But he also, here's what's smart about him. Same. He positions himself as an underdog. And we've talked about this in other ways, but like you, when you position yourself as the lower status person, even though by all accounts, Andrew is the highest status person there. When you position yourself as like, oh, just me, I live with my mom and I do my little dances on TikTok. And even though I'm 6'3 and I'm like this white dude who, where was I on January 6th? No one knows. I'm just like a little puppy. That's the most dangerous combination of all. He's he's going to be around all season, guys. He is. Get used to it. Short yep. of a Kyle. Who is Kyle on BB Canada? Kyle Moore. Two, oh. Short oh, of yeah, a Kyle yeah. Moore 2.0, complete HOHI just breakdown in week three or four. He's going to be around. Yeah. All right. Should we get to some questions Absolutely. and comments? Absolutely. 
Okay, so I just want to say Technicolor 20, 2099 wanted to comment on Julie's dress. The dress tonight was beyond insane. I'm at a loss for words. There you go. I mean, yes, but it was also hot. It's Matt Steele says, Amira is my favorite BB archetype, the slightly boring but wildly underappreciated logical queen. Yes, but she was also kind of cracked on feeds. She was a little cracked on feeds. Matt Steele, I disagree with you. (laughs) (laughs) Babu Yakshat said, I have yet to see a clip or picture of your girl, Brittany, that doesn't elicit primal fear into me. That's true. Who photoshopped knives into her hands? <laughs> but it made sense. It was, it was good. good it was good. It was crazy. <laughs> Brett Raider said, Monty would beg to differ as something I tweeted. <laughs> you said and Pooch then, sounds like Denzel Washington. <laughs> he does sound like him. Okay, Listen, I got to go everyone, back and watch this. But Monty's doing the Denzel. If you're, okay, uh, Danielle, if you're doing a Denzel impression, what line are you saying? What is. Denzel Washington's most famous line from any movie. Without a doubt, it is from Macbeth. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> it's from Fences. <laughs> Those fences no, we sure were too. It's all, we know, exactly. It is from Training <laughs> Day. Oh, except also John Q. I'm John Q. Give my son his heart <laughs> back. I saw John yeah. Q. I saw, I've seen John Q 18 times because oh it always used to play on TBS, um, which is such a crazy, what a crazy film that like no one thought, oh yeah, he's kind of right, <laughs> actually. And that movie came out like 20 years ago. I know. They're like, they he's made a movie right. like, hey, maybe health insurance is a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe everyone should just have it. Uh, hello. Anyway, um, finally, a question from Mini Cthulhu. What do you think the backstage perks and perils are going to be? And will they continue in the show or stop after this week? So we touched on this a little bit about whether it will continue. I think they'll do it for a couple weeks. Um, How they're going to choose the next one, the next boss. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe they'll listen to this podcast and steal some of Brett's ideas. Perks and perils. Well, the perils are they have to wear these shirts that say backstage on them at the moment, which is also kind of helpful because otherwise I wouldn't remember. Well, it's not helpful because it's Paloma and Alyssa who are like the two most interchangeable people. We should also say Paloma and Alyssa have like are tight. They're tight. Yeah, they've singled out each other. Yeah. Um. And then perils. Well, the the thing I at first actually thought this was going to replace have nots. No, there's have nots. There this are year. additionally have nots. So I don't think there are any additional perils. I mean, not being able to vote and being in danger is a pretty big peril in this game. So I guess they've got the peril part covered. I do think it'd be fun if there were other perks. If it was like you all get to share, like the backstage lounge, the green room, no, oh. which has all the you know red M and M's only and whatever else, orchids in the toilet. But no, unfortunately, they don't. I, I we need to see how this plays out. Like I don't fully like understand the rules. I <laughs> I mean, there's no peril to the backstage boss, other than you're setting up three people to essentially get easy backdoored. Yeah. Um. I don't. I also don't know how this is not 
a tool that can be harnessed by a majority alliance to completely like stifle another alliance. Like you just put up three people who you know are aligned with each other. And like maybe one of them is nominated and the other two can't vote to save that person. Right. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I have a feeling in two weeks we're going to be like, the math of this is disgusting and it is the most, <laughs> this is like the most lopsided twist ever to be created. Yeah. It's a weird, even Julie didn't understand it. No. She was saying the lines, but there was no comprehension there. Uh, no. no reading comprehension. No. Um, thank you all for your questions and comments. This was a jam-packed episode that we had to fit in. So, you know, two big Mondo Hey Julie episodes coming at you this week. Please, we're, the Twitter is alive and thriving now that the feeds are on. So at us, hey, Julie, BB on Twitter. Send us an email, heyjuliebigbrother at gmail.com. Have we confirmed our big interview? No, not yet. Not yet. Nope. We've got a couple there was, pots in the fire. There's another one that we were working on. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. We're going to have to put some people and on if, blast. Exactly. If we do, though, I us. think we're going to get the, the ass end of that. I think we're going to get like blown up and canceled. Hashtag exposed. Maybe. All right. Um, that's all there is to it. Thanks so much for listening. I love it. Thank you so much, Danielle. Did we say, hey, Julie BB on Twitter? We did. Oh, hey, Julie Big Brother at gmail.com. We did. Love it. Okay. Goodbye, Julie. Bye, Julie.